Now, today's guest is a host of the Tim Dillon Show. Uh, he's one of my favorites to follow uh, on social media, at Tim J. Dillon on Twitter. He will reconfigure um, any stress that is caused to you by social media. He can do it. Uh, he is a comedian or a comedian, and he is a man, and he is here today uh, for the second time. Mr. Tim Dillon. And let myself Dude, I love you, man. I wanted to start by telling you that. Oh. I love you, bro. I mean that, dude. Uh, your tweets are some of the best things that I even... It's like, literally, I'll be just lying on my sofa. And my sofa's getting bad. Like, my sofa's starting to really... <laughs> Get that dent. Yeah. yeah that it's gotten cre- bad. That crevice. I've never had that before. Yeah, I've had that. You yeah. have? Well, you're a fat guy... Whatever you lay on for more than a few months is just destroyed. Oh, damn. Yeah, it just becomes like, it, it just becomes, you know, I've had beds where they just, oh. they just become problems. Yeah. I've slept on couches. Yeah, it's problems. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And what do you, is there a way to refluff them? Is there a company you guys use? <laughs> no, you just got to get super firm. Right. Like the mat, like this is my mattress now. It's like okay. super firm. Cedar. So that you get about a year mm-hmm. before you've destroyed it. Wow. And then, uh, and then you got to get something new, but yeah. I tried a tweet yesterday. This is the closest that I could get to trying to like kind of imitate you, and it was when this is all over. The dollar will be worth nothing. We'll be using them as taco shells. Salsa will be on the black market. Yeah, that's it's a you're, little you're bit in, in your the, vein. You're in the vicinity, yeah, of what I did. Yeah, I, I mean, could, I started to realize I can't take it. To, if you get serious, too serious in it, yeah. it's. Then you play into the whole like anarchy of it. Whereas right. if you're just above it and a, yeah. and it's ridiculous, then yeah. it's amazing. I try to like I, I try to be funny, but every now and then I'm an impulsive person. Yeah, yeah, you can so, tell. Yeah, I just don't have a lot of control over what happens. Right so, <laughs> so the problem is, like I've gotten in Twitter wars with like the CEO of Red Mango, Frozen Yogurt, yeah, Dan yeah. Kim, and I just, I'll, I'll be laying there realizing I'm attacking the CEO of Red Mango for no reason, really. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like your call of duty almost, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, it's kind of what it is. I just, I just, there are some times when I, I'll tweet something and I hit send, mm-hmm. and a lot of times I go, nah, shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have said that. But it's so great. You're like almost AWOL. Can we bring up uh, Tim's Twitter? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, It's almost like you've just gone so AWOL that it's like inspiring. It's like, oh, this is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. A, a not real field that like news sources cite from. It's yeah. supposed to be erroneous. Well, that's the thing like TikTok. Like what's interesting about TikTok, which I'm not on, but like what's interesting about it is it's just like people dancing, people being silly. There's money to be made, but it's like, that even though it's kind of crazy it makes a lot more sense to me than like 
the social media on Facebook where people have a 300 comment, like they're trying to make a point. Yeah. They're trying to say something. They're arguing with their uncle about something. And I'm like, no, this probably wasn't what it was meant to be. It's supposed to be like dumb. I'm online at Chipotle. Right. Somebody's dancing or a crazy, like, so it feels like maybe social media is kind of winding back to a place of absurdity well i feel like you're you're kind of leading it but i mean that's what i feel like when i i'm like oh this is what i need to recognize is that i is that it's okay like you're like leading it back to that place of (laughs) ridiculousness i mean this is the stupidest thing have you seen this (laughs) floating cinema in los angeles with socially distanced boats, how much work is it going to take to do all that? Imagine all the stoned morons crashing boats. Yeah. We're, now to see a movie, we're all get, like, just stay home. Yeah. If that's the other option, I'll just stay home. Yeah. I don't want to get in a boat to go watch fucking Avengers. Yeah. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Well, someone would, dr- here's the thing. Someone would get out of their boat to go pee and drown. Like the first one. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's just we're going so crazy with this where we're like inventing things that there's no need. Yeah. There's no need for this. Nobody needs to see a movie that badly. They go, you know what? Let's just get in the boat. Yeah. Let's just go to a a movie theater in the ocean with socially distanced (laughs) boats. I would almost rather get the disease and die and go to heaven. Yeah. Or be reincarnated. Right. Like, yeah. take that chance. Be reincarnated and still not get in a boat yeah. to see a movie. Because yeah. you're like, fuck this. Like, yeah. This, yeah, it's almost, God, it's so fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's bananas. I'm what definitely going to have to go with my girlfriend. Now, that's a good point. See, a lot of guys, and Nick is a yeah. very susceptible man. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Mm-hmm. I love Nick. He's got a lady. Hard worker, yeah. you know, very inspiring story. But, yes, he's the kind of guy... You know, he's very Japanese. Like, if there's a puddle, he'll stab himself and right. bleed out, like, right. so his woman can walk over his back. I respect that. He has that you very Korean that. style. I just imagine... Because chicks are going to want to go to this. Yeah. And now with everything going on, every time I see a new idea like this, I go, how, how do rioters burn that down? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, how exactly will that get torched, you know? Yeah, like... Every new idea, I'm like, how easy is that to just... Yeah. Light that up. Or what about when the angry, like what about if the gay fleet from, uh, um, what's that Disney World ride where a lot of, like uh, um, that Disney World ride. Pirates of the Pirate, Yeah, what about yeah. when the gay, because yeah, yeah. it's a lot of young gay men and women that work there. Yeah. When they imagine. say, we're going to attack. Yeah. We've had enough of this. Where do they go? Yeah. They go to the, 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 the boat movie theater. Yeah, they're going to pull yes. up in their yeah. boats. They're going to pull up. Yeah. If, if. Pirates of the Caribbean disgruntled people attacked that. That would be the only reason I'd want that to exist. Yeah, 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 Just so yeah. it could get invaded and attacked by angry gay Pirates of the Caribbean. Because you gotta, you got to be angry that that's your gig. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to be. You can't man. be thrilled about that. Now, what about... I saw recently... Um, but yeah, if you don't follow Tim Dillon, what is your, what is your Twitter? Tim, Tim J. Dillon. It is... It's the... It's like this weird canal yeah. through all of the bullshit that is some moments it's so left, some moments it's so right, but yes. it's just, yeah. God, it is good, man. It's a little ridiculous. Yeah. And, but um, just, you have to stick with it, man, because you have to believe, like I was just talking to an agent. I just put up cat, like I just put up the photo <laughs> of a cat. This is a cat that's not my cat, uh-huh. but the, the running joke is that this cat is a, uh, is a, is a, is like a, um, 
uh, a radical, mm-hmm. and uh, he's, he's, he constantly threatens like Nancy Pelosi, and he's constantly in prison. Like they constantly keep putting him in jail, and he keeps claiming that they're jokes. So I just keep putting him up, and then like people will comment, like some guy will be like, "What's with its teeth?" And then some person will comment under that, like, "Why are you talking shit about a cat's looks?" <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "We're off to the races. Like already, we're off to the races." It's just a fun. My mother's schizophrenic, mm-hmm. and I imagine my Twitter is her brain. Oh, that's beautiful. Man. Yeah, that's kind of what I imagine my Twitter is. Is like my. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah and just, this is dubbed in this cat. This isn't a real cat. No, he's real. He's Oscar. Okay. And he lives in West Hollywood. He's my friend's cat. Oh yeah. And I just go over and I grab him, and they Photoshop him into oh, these yeah. pictures. Yeah. So they just Photoshop him into like. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, it's just oh, do the Brad Pitt one. That's a fun one. he's real he's a demon of a cat but i love it yeah yeah. and he's so like he's almost so you like he's there he's disinterested but he's also willing to just like get wild in a moment's notice yeah i mean that's kind of what he's about yeah but that's what i that's how i use twitter is just like um to just kind of be sometimes i make a good point but most of the time i don't yeah and most of the time it's just me being ridiculous but you're so what I what I like I guess is you you're fearless about it. Yeah. Like something happened to me where I got fe- I guess I don't know if I got fearful or I just I think sometimes I get too like I'm t- I'm too real about stuff sometimes. Right. So it's like right. I'm gonna just end up like yeah. just in a bad space. You know yeah. I'm gonna end up fighting with Jamili Hill. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I look at it as like if if I said something and then Jamili Hill said something to me, you win. I would tweeted a photo of the cat right like i would be like it's like oh if you want to come into this world right if you want to take this willy wonka boat ride yeah through the craziness because i'm like this is not a good place to have a conversation right a- and anyone should know, know that. that everybody should know that and everyone should treat it accordingly and just be uh, ridiculous i get it people are trying to hustle and make money and whatever but I'm like, if you get mad at me, I mean, I put a Megan McCain wig on, I dress up like a Corona ball. I, I saw that. crazy thing. That was good. And it's like, if you get mad at that guy, you're, you're, you're at fault. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, what about the Hollywood sign getting taken down? Do you see, can you pull that up? Do you mind, mm-hmm. Nick? Did you see, uh, people talking about that? Cause obviously, you know, there's a lot of, been a lot of stuff, people taking down monuments, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Confederate flag, people right. taking down, you know, I think the Cleveland Indians just announced today they're going to change their name. Um, do you want me to look that up? Yeah, maybe both if you can. I know you only have two hands, but uh, but I thought about so then part of me like because I get a little bit angry sometimes about like because Confederate flag I learned it from Dukes of Hazard, right? Right, and that's your like you have a whole different uh, understanding of it because you're a Southern guy, right? I would just yeah. see it like now if somebody rode by with a like if somebody yeah. yelled the N word right and was waving it right. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, nah. wrong. Yeah, that's a bad yeah, guy. That's wrong. But but I just start to worry just when does it end, you know? Like when does it Well, yeah, I think a lot of people think that because a lot of people are like, at a certain point, if you go through history, oh yeah, nobody's clean. No. Nobody. Nobody's clean. So do you just I mean, every movie, everything. So do you just get rid of everything? Do you destroy everything? And then you start burning books and then you start you just head in that situation. Like, I don't really care about Confederate monuments, but it's like then it's like, well, let's get rid of, uh, you know, Washington, right. Lincoln. Let's get rid of Mount Rushmore. And it's like, where does it end? And the other question nobody asks: What do you replace that with? Right. 
What are we replacing it with? Right, because you're yeah. going to lose a lot of branding. Like even like the University George Washington University, right? Yeah. Like they've been thinking like, okay, do we have to change? There's been like the- yeah, they just change it to GW, and nobody yeah. isn't that they'll be like, yeah, it's GW. Yeah. It's like KFC when they were like not <laughs> using chicken. Yeah, like, they were- yeah, it's KFC. And you're like, yeah, but what does that C stand for? They're like, I don't know, something crunchy. Yeah, yeah we don't know yeah, what it is. Yeah. yeah, it's just like I can't imagine that. Anyone really cares. cares. That's the thing. Does that anybody really care? No one really cares. Because we grew up going, like, we would go from Mardi Gras, we would go by the, um, we would go by the, everybody would meet at the Robert E. Lee statue in New Orleans, right? Right. And everybody would meet there. Black, white. Right. Uh, that's all we had. We had a little bit of, like, I guess maybe Mexican or Chinese, like, yeah. kind of, like, One unique person Chinese. that might have been a Pacific Islander. Yeah, something. Yeah, gotcha. Like I, like, I grew up in a town, we had a group called Wham, Whites Against Mexicans, right? Yeah. And we didn't have any Mexicans, so they would always, was like... Was that a, a musical group? Was, no, this is no, not. Okay. This, this is a, more of, like, a... Yeah, get the torch, and, yeah. Yeah, just, like, a budget Antifa, you know? Like, gotcha. Antifa, but that had to be home by 6 p.m. for dinner gotcha. kind of kids. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. And then, and it was only three guys in it. Right. And, um... And then they like kind of attacked a Chinese, like semi-Chinese kid once. Like there was okay. no real follow through, you know. But is it because they couldn't find a Mexican? Yeah, they there was just no. Like, let's just get, let's just get this guy. He's semi-Chinese. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my brother was it's like, "It's the best we're gonna do. We yeah, just yeah. gotta, we gotta show people we're about it." <laughs> yeah. And there's no Mexicans around, but this guy looked half Chinese. Yeah. So he's getting it. Yeah. Look, God, we drew, we drew it on our binders during lunch. This shit is real now. Yeah. We gotta move forward. God. With it. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, just start. So then I start to think, okay, well, yeah, you tear it down. But then here's what I start to worry about is say in certain, uh, in certain cities and whether they be Southern really or anywhere, cause some of it starts to branch out now to like, oh, well, Thomas Jefferson had slaves and this person dated a black woman who was underage and just right. different things where yeah. it just keeps escalating. And it's like, when does it, like at a certain point, um, yeah, like you're saying, it's going to hit everybody. But then the people who live in those places, right, who associate with that history and don't associate it with it racially, right, like, and I know this is just a white perspective, yeah. but those people are going to be like, I'm, I don't want to live in a place where now the street that I'm on has been changed. Like, it's also like, why are we ignoring history? Why are we trying to get rid of it? Right. Why not just learn from it? Why not appreciate it? Why not look at a statue and go? Yeah, that guy did some fuck up. Like, why are statues only of good people? Number yeah. one. Like, the idea that every statue, it doesn't mean that. I never look at a statue and go, that was a great guy. Yeah. That guy was great. <laughs> I bet he was great. I never have ever looked at a statue and went, I should think like him. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I look at a statue and go, that guy did something, maybe good, maybe very bad. Yeah. He might have been very bad, but it was significant. <laughs> That's what a statue is. It's about significance. Yes. It's not about moral purity. Right. That was the guy who was a role player. He like throw up a Carmelo Anthony somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. He kind of, like, the, people are 50-50 on if he's really that helpful to a team. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Right. But I, I've never looked at a statue. I don't know who, we're infantilizing people. Yeah. We're treating them like children. We're telling them, oh, if you walk by a statue, you're going to automatically... Uh, look at that statue or that person in reverence. Yeah. That's not what, I, does anyone care? You know, they go, let's take down the Christopher Columbus statue in the middle of Columbus Circle, New York City. No one knows who that is. Right. The kids don't know who it is. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a, they're on their phone. They don't even look at the statue. Yeah. So the idea that like Columbus, uh, uh, it's a bunch, you know, Columbus is reinforcing <laughs> imperialism and genocide. No one cares. Yeah. Nobody knows who he is. 
Well, then it's like, should you take down like, because there's, you know, a lot of artwork and I'm, I don't know if there's monuments, but of like slave, probably like arriving in like Charleston, like slave right. ships and stuff that did. So then it's like, well, if you're a white person, you don't want to remember that all the time. Right. So it's like, but you should have to look at it. You should have to be like, man, wow. A lot of this town was built by slave labor. Right. That to me makes sense. Like you have those monuments and you're like, I can't forget this history. Right. You know? But, but if I, I feel like if you're going to apply, apply it to everything, it's just right. like, you know, because some people might think, man, I didn't do this. Right. Why do I have to be reminded of it all the time? Yeah. But yeah, because that's applying the same psychology. I feel like to the ones where you're applying it to you know, like George Washington or Robert E. Lee, you know, like, yeah. or just put on Robert E. Lee's thing. This guy got second place in the Civil War. Just right. This guy was fucked up. Yeah. This, this guy, guy was fucked up. And aren't we all? And aren't we all? Um, or, yeah. I, I think it's, it, the people that really are advocating that they take down everything are people that just want to completely remake or reimagine America. Yeah. So they start with the iconography of it. And they start with like, the statues and everything. And it's like, we can all agree that America has some deep, deep flaws that should yeah. be corrected. But I don't think anybody's, or a lot of people, are not going to be on board for the new version of America that a lot of these people want. Right. Nobody wants that, where you don't have any freedom. You right. know? Nobody really wants that. And I think that's what this kind of America that they envision is an America where everybody is constantly policing themselves and their speech and you're being yeah. their surveillance uh, of everything you write and say and it's this weird like you want to rat on people and if like, <laughs> i remember when weird. corona started yeah. people were like yo go, go go call this number if these kids don't have masks i'm like what yeah i don't want to be a rat dude there's a kid skateboarding i'm, I'm supposed to call a number and be like <laughs> I, yeah i see a kid without a mask go get him yeah, Todd has it. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to inform on people. I just, that to me, that whole world is not, uh, I don't like that world. Yeah. I, I don't want to live in that world. I'd rather live in the world with some of the problems yeah. than this Orwellian nightmarish world where like people are like, I can't say anything. I'm afraid to have an opinion. I'm afraid to meet somebody at this corner because yeah. both of the people it's named after were racists. Yeah. yeah like, it's, it's just like, like, what are we doing? Because it's just people doing? wandering around. Yeah. Unable to meet at certain yeah. intersections because like, they don't know what yeah. it means. Or the weird guy who will only meet in front of the Robert E. Lee statue. <laughs> yeah, totally. He's like, we're meeting in front of Lee. You want to date me? We meet in front of Lee. Yeah, that's right. And that's it. Yeah. We always meet in front of a Confederate monument. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, man. Or just, yeah, or maybe like you add to the monument. Now, I think that would be even a better idea. Yeah. Add to the monuments. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do like a Harriet Tubman hat. kicking him in the face. Yes. Do a Harriet Tubman doing a scissor kick. Right? Do a Harriet Tubman sitting yeah. on the front of the horse. Yeah. Why not? It's funny. I think it's like in the absence of real solutions, people are like, hey, let's just take the statue down. Yeah. You know, it's like, how about stopping police shooting black people? Yeah. Uh, let's take the statue down. Let's just take this. <laughs> How about stopping uh, some of the, the issues in Hollywood, people getting abused or whatever? Let's just take the sign down. Yeah, yeah, let's just true. take the sign down. Do That'll think, cure everything. But see, that's where it's like, that to me would really make Hollywood, I think, if you took the sign down. Yeah. Then Hollywood's going to be like, well, what do we have then? Right. What What now is the movement to take the Hollywood sign down? I haven't heard about that. Well, oh, sorry. And Nick had it up a second ago and I... Uh, Wait a minute. 
Can you go back to Indiana governor? Wait a minute. Hold on. Go back to that. Indiana governor says all people over the age of eight will face. Wait a minute. Class, this is great. Class what B. was that? Indiana governor says all people over the age of eight will face a face mask mandate. There's some nine-year-olds that are going to get thrown into paddy wagons, and that's in Indiana. Oh, <laughs> uh, what are you, 10? Yeah, get your mask on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love kids learning about government at nine, you know? Being like, oh, I lose my freedoms at nine. So different, dude. Damn. And yeah. are these kids, and I just wonder if the masks, how are they going to develop their their world it's going to be underdeveloped yeah i mean we're I mean, head, under yeah, yeah developed i mean we're heading to a scary place i'm all for like yeah wear the mask keeps people safe whatever but i just think there's something hilarious about the the like this weird age of like eight yeah this like meaningless distinction that's when they know eight yeah it's like if you're nine you better have your shit together. Yeah, it's time to you better up. have your shit together at nine. It's almost like the eighteen hundred. It's like the freaking eighteen hundreds yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna serve in a war. Uh, the Hollywood sign. It says right here. The Hollywood sign um, has been through some stuff. It said on there. Did you have an art? Was there something? I have. I, there was one tweet. It. it had, oh, that's it. It had thirty-three likes. You had a blue check these mark. These are but. people that are on the right that are going. If you're gonna take down Jefferson, right. Washington. We're going to take down a Hollywood side. So this is what happens. It just becomes... And to yeah, me, that makes sure, sense. Sure, I get it. And that's when yeah. you start to look, because that's what I feel like it's like, you have to... That's smart ball to me. Yeah. If you are on the right, or if you are... It's like, well, what about the the you know the obvious... You know the the Me Too. So what about all the shit that goes on in Hollywood? Hundred percent. This is a deviant place. Hundred percent. It's awesome. Hundred percent. Yeah. But it's risque deviancy. Yeah. They have, there's lots of long established problems. Yeah. Power dynamic issues here. Oh yeah. Um. But my, the whole thing is like I when Jenny Slate uh, apologized for doing the voice of a mixed race character on Big Mouth. Yeah, I saw that. I did this whole thing on my podcast as a joke where I was like, it's not enough that she's stepping down because her apology is very creepy right mm -hmm. people I, I was like why why does she jenny slate from everything i know about her is probably not like a racist right? right why is she coming out to like confess she's like i've erased black people i cannot believe and it was very weird like she felt she had to come out and give this big explanation it was very weird so i just said you know to counter the insanity of that i said that's not enough she should go to jail yeah she should be in jail you know, I think <laughs> yeah, she yeah, should yeah. go to jail. Oh, yeah, I saw this. And, Every day, Jenny Slate is not in yeah. jail. I will speak out. Yeah, and that's the whole thing because I said it's not enough. So this is what you kind of do. When people right. go woke, you just go further. Right. You go further. You go wide awoke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You go real. Yeah, wide awoke. You go yeah. insomnia. Yeah, you go put her in jail. Yeah. Put her in put jail. Her in jail. It's not enough. And who are her parents? Where are they live at? And where are they? Let's share their- Because we're burning that house yeah, down. Let's share their... You raised a racist. Yeah. Get them. Let's share their information. And, and what that's supposed to do is make people go, oh yeah, this is stupid. Yeah. But as a matter of fact, you get people on Twitter going, I don't think she should go to jail. And then some people go, maybe like a re-education. <laughs> You're like, yeah, maybe like some type of re-education or something, but not jail. Yeah. Next, you know, she has, she has to take 40 hours of student yeah. driving from a from yeah. an African-American instructor. What, yeah, what's yeah. great is like, I'm like, oh, you're almost there. Like, you're almost at my crazy example. Right. You're almost at, let's put her in jail. Yeah. That's what you see when you tweet something crazy and the responses are like, yeah, that might make some sense. Yeah. You're like, what? 
Yeah, I tweeted the other day. I said I walked into a grocery store, and I uh, they told me to wear a mask. I took it off. Uh, I, I didn't have a mask on. I faked a seizure, mm -hmm. and then I ran around the store uh, uh, called this, uh, screaming the storm is coming. And a lot of people on Twitter were like, good for you, man. I wish I could have seen that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, dead serious. <laughs> like, yeah, you show them. I'm like, yeah, I, was, I didn't do any of that. Right. But people are like, yeah, you show them. People are ready. Well, people are looking also for anything that's against the norm. So that's yeah. why, another reason why I think a lot of what you say really kind of stands out like yeah. a lot of times because it's like, also, I think you're finding like a seam of humor in this. Yeah. Where sometimes I forget to like just be light about, like just yeah. like joke around about stuff. You well, because like you watch these shows now that are like, you know, Ellen and Fallon, they're all at their kitchen tables. Yeah. Like Jimmy Kimmel's in his living room and you're like, what's going on? Yeah. It's weird. And then they're interviewing people and they're interviewing celebrities and they're talking about movies coming out and you're like, this is so dystopian. Yeah. Like it's so disconnected from the reality that I think people just want anybody, whether you're crazy or not, yeah, to talk about something that's actually going on. Right. The reality. Something of it. that's actually happening. Um Do you think that uh would this be a tough time, you think, like because you're you're a gay man, right? Yeah. So if you're a gay man, would it be? What if tough? I said no? What if I denied it? Just went back. To the oh, look, dude. It's like absolutely no. I'll Where? tell you this: we've been praying like, I, that you I will. sue you. I sue you. I get lawyers. I'm like, this is crazy. The Please Obama do, has to actually. go to jail. I do have new <laughs> insurance. I do have new insurance. I'd love to use, but is this? Uh, yeah, we've been praying you'll yeah make yeah. it back. I'm, we're trying. <laughs> yeah, we're trying. Yeah. If Hollywood offers me enough money, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll get a wife. I'll get a fake wife. That's a better life is to have like a fake wife because it's kind of fun. It, I know dudes who are mad. We all know dudes who are married to. Women, oh yeah, and you're like, all right, but it's fun because you got a partner in being a, in deceptive. Right. Like I think that's kind of fun. Like you and the wife wake up every day and you're like, all right, let's go fuck the world over again. Yeah. Let's go convince the world this thing's real. Yeah, let's That's rock, baby. That's kind of fun. It is fun. That's huh? kind of like fun. Like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Kinda. Yeah, yeah. You're like CIA agents, yeah. you know, and you just got to go out there and like, hey, we got this pretend life. Yeah. Let's go and rock with it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got to be at uh, Libby's kindergarten play. <laughs> love you, hon. Yeah, love oh, you, hon. Yeah. Come in for the kiss. Do you ever think that there, do you ever meet women that are close on a, like there's almost like a, because sometimes I almost wonder if at a certain point that gay and straight will almost be primitive descriptions yeah, it might of be, people. might be, yeah. Maybe. Like I know some of, there's a lot of forced stuff and like, yeah. you know, and people like in this place now where they don't know or they, right. you know, and people are just. I think sex will be primitive. I think people are on so many SSRIs they can't even come and. I mean, it can't get dicks hard. I mean, just It'd be crazy. Almost. You look at a lot of these relationships. You're like, there's no sex happening. These people just hold each other's oh, yeah. hands. They softly cry. They tweet about racism. Yeah. Uh, they adopt a dog together. Uh, but you, you realize That's how a lot sexual a lot of these relationships are. You're like, a lot of this is probably just people that have massive anxiety laying next to each other, having <laughs> yeah, totally, multiple panic yeah. attacks, and then someone's strong enough to go make a cup of like non-caffeinated tea. But if you ever yeah. come during a f tough yeah. panic attack, bro, it's almost good. Is that the move? Yeah. Okay, is that the move? But no, I think you're right. I think, but I'm just wondering, at, at some point, do you think that we will get like, like, well, I guess there's two things. So one, do you ever meet a woman where you're like, oh, she's almost, there's some beat, there's something in her where it's like, oh, I could almost date yes. that woman. Yes. Because I'm just curious as to like the, so it's not as a hundred percent like 
black like there's a being inside of people yeah there are women that i see that i'm i, I i'm like maybe i could date that woman oh that's interesting you know whitney cummings is a multimillionaire. i yeah. go maybe i could date her oh yeah <laughs> you dude. know what i mean that's there's something there how, sure. how do you think she'll ever take her like just get to the point where she's you gotta she's like i'm taking my tits off this is too much you know and I'm i don't know if she'll do the tits off that's i think she likes her tits but oh i know she I likes can see them, her but... evolving into a suit like I could see her evolving. She just went shorter hair. Yeah, I could see her evolving into somewhat like an androgynous mm-hmm. power suit, mm-hmm. where you see her and you're just kind of afraid. You don't know what's going to happen. I could see her eventually yeah. being the husband of the doll of herself that she has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's and very I love possible, you, Whitney. But like you have ma- to. Yeah, no, I'm mad. That- like her marrying the doll. Yes. Marrying the robot as the husband. Yeah. Yeah, it could happen. And I can yeah. almost see then, and yeah. that is when she will sell her greatest show ever, which will be a new I Love Lucy. Yes, where she is 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 now kind of identifying as male, and she's married her robot. Yeah, and to yes. feel something, they go out into... What do you mean, Hollywood sick? <laughs> what is everyone talking about? And to feel something, they go out into her yard and watch a couple of her right. $2 million giraffes <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. she will, she'll have a safari. Before yes, the end. Yes. I'm waiting for her to go full safari because she hated Tiger King. She was mad at Tiger oh, King. God. It's like, Whitney, enough. But <laughs> she's going to go full safari and then just be like, fuck it. The animals are happier in captivity yeah. and that's it. I want to work at the safari. I, yeah, I want to watch her walk around with a gun and just like, <laughs> just putting the gun on the tiger and then he just like cowers yeah. and he go, man, you've made a full 180 yeah. from animal rights advocate to just having your own safari. She'll become Carol Baskin. Yeah. She'll be like, these, yeah. these animals. Look at her. Yeah. Baskining right here. Yeah. I and, mean, this is wild. And a She's lo- got a ranch with, with, with animals. <laughs> I mean, it's wild. Yeah, it's wild. Bro, it's very, yeah, it's very white Africa that she's running <laughs> in a weird way. Dude, she told me a story. She kept bringing back this cat to this animal hospital. Uh-huh. And she's like, you got to fix this cat. They're like, this cat's trying to die. Yeah. Like, he's trying to run away. They run away to die. Yeah. You keep bringing him in. You're fucking him up. Right. Like, this poor cat would just leave someone's house in West Hollywood trying to die. Yeah. She's driving home by the comedy store. She's picking him up. Scooping oh. this motherfucker up <laughs> and bringing him to the animal yeah. hospital. They keep going, let him die. Why are you getting involved? Can you yeah. imagine this poor cat? She's like, I just want to die. <laughs> and this crazy bitch keeps picking me up in her Tesla. Yeah. And, and driving me to some hospital. Haven't you read the cat's tweet? Yeah. <laughs> She's bringing him in. She's like, make a robot version of this cat right now so that he can live forever. The animal hospital's like, what? She's like, here's 100 grand. I want a robot cat in an hour. God, she's hot though. I will say that. Though, she's dude. she's, she's <laughs> that's gonna be the woman. worst ending to she's that whole part. <laughs> she's gonna be so mad. She's an attractive woman. Oh, God dude. love her. And this is why, yeah. And this is why yeah. I need help, Whitney. Yeah. This is why I need help. But I will say this: anytime I talk to her, she tries to get me to adopt like a very rare animal. Yeah, interesting. Like I don't think I'm ready for like a yeah. owl or like a Shetland pony. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she's like, why don't you adopt? A, yeah, I live in a an one, owl. I live in a one bedroom apartment. Yeah. I don't think she's like. You know what you need? Yeah. You need an owl. She's like, do you have a stand up shower you're not using? Yeah, yeah. I love that she goes to war with like the animal rights, like the, oh. the those Tiger King people on Instagram all the time. Yeah. 
Like, I'll look at one of their Instagrams. It'll be some guy with a tiger, and there's like three comments down. Is Whitney Cummings being like, you know what this is doing to the animal? You know, I'm like, ah. She's very. She's I, probably make right. Make a statue of her. Put it up in Kalamazoo. She's very. Yeah. She has that Ulysses S. Grant of Animalia kind of. Yeah, she really wants them to be saved. Yeah. I, here's the thing with animals I respect them. I've never given a shit. Right. Like, I've never been like that deeply. Well, we used to watch them fuck. I don't buddy, want them being tortured, but buddy of mine had a dog. He'd take it to the dog park, and it would fuck every dog in there. Really? And we used to get high when we were young and go over there and watch it. Fuck oh, it. that's fun. Do work. Bro. See, that's fun. Yeah, that's. Fun. And then it was easier too to talk to women because your dogs over there. Of course, they're yeah. like, oh, this guy they're getting must, into it. Yeah. yeah, they're like, look at that. Yeah. They're like, if his dog can do that, what can this guy do? Yeah, yeah. You know, I like. Then that. you roll up with the erectile dysfunction, which is my big get out of jail free card. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> That's why it's hard to meet to a guy with ED, you know? Yeah, it's very <laughs> like, tough. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, they're like, Theo did this. I'm like, oh, wow, I would yeah. love to have done that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, not medically possible. You have a doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have a doctor writing you a letter, like like a kid showing up to school with a doctor's note. You're like, yeah, I have uh, a doctor's note. That's not even possible. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't have even done that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I wish I could have. Yeah. Um, but no, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, if there's like a time where you can, like, sometimes even with women, you're like, oh, that woman, I could. There's yeah, there's almost... women out there that I go, sure. I think there's certain people that are so good looking, you're like, why not? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure that happens. I'm sure that's somewhat common. Is a straight man, I thought about this, is a straight man. Yeah. Like, is that the hottest chick that a gay guy could get? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it depends. Because to straight yeah. guys, there's like hot. There's always like chicks. You're like, oh, I'm never. Yeah. I think getting yeah. that chick. The idea of anything that's like, you know, you're turning a straight guy. Yeah, people, people. That's like a fantasy that people have. But here's the thing: if you do that, are they straight? Right. That's the other thing. Like, there's a lot of people out there that are like, yeah, I fucked a straight guy. It's like, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Right. Maybe they weren't being honest with you. Yeah, you fucked a liar. Yeah. Yeah, you fucked someone who's claiming to be straight, but it's like, yeah, I know. Like I've met guys, and they've been like, yeah, I've never been out on a date with a guy before. I'm like, that's a lie. Yeah, I'm not the guy that brings you into homosexuality. Yeah, you've been here. Yeah, I'm not the gateway drug. I'm not the guy. Yeah, I'm not weed. Taylor Lautner, who's like, you're like, let's give it a shot. I'm like, you've been down the road (laughs) a little bit here. If you're going out with me, you've been down the road. You've had some experiences. You don't go straight to like meth. You yeah. know, you hung out in some college parties, smoked a little weed, then lost your job and decided, you know what? I want to taste glass in my lungs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, there's, there's, yeah, I'm not the gateway drug. I'm not like the fun party drug. Yeah, no, yeah. so I, I think that the people, a lot, yeah, obviously if it's a legit straight guy where you're like, whoa, this guy's legit straight. I think a lot of people are fibbing. Right. Especially in Hollywood. I think they're lying. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you think there's also, now we talk about drug-induced homosexuality a lot on this podcast. Sure. Okay. And <laughs> do you believe in that? Um, that at a certain sometime- I believe in drug-induced drug addiction. Right. So yeah. I believe that you will do <laughs> I believe that you will do things to get drugs. Right, but do you think though that people will get fucked up enough that at a certain point, like at ten o'clock, everybody's having beers, nobody's gay. At one AM when you know yeah. somebody has an eight ball of coke in them, suddenly two guys are gay out of the group. And you're like, Oh, this is It might be that or it might be two guys love coke. Right. Like I like in that Tiger King thing, those guys weren't gay. Right. They they okay. went with women. Right after that, that was their... Right, yeah. He was their supplier of drugs. I see. And then after that, they were like, yeah, I want to fuck women. 
So they engaged in gay activities to get drugs. Um, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Is it possible that if you're doing drugs, you start to be like... It's easier to be gay. Yeah, but it's easier to be anything. Right. When you're on drugs, it's easier to be anything. Like yeah. When I used to drink, I thought I had money. Yeah. I didn't have any money, <laughs> but I was drunk. So I thought, I was like, oh, it's yeah. easier to be rich. <laughs> I'm rich. Here's money. Dinner's on me. I was like, it's so easy to be rich. I don't have any money. Then you're so broke. You go, I don't actually have money. But when I'm drunk, I feel like I have money. Yeah. So you act like you have money. I see. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, drug-induced, anything could happen. Anything could happen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, especially the drugs that they have now. You know? Like, it's like the argument, it's like, bath salts. It's like, is it easier <laughs> to fight a pit bull <laughs> when you're on bath salts? The answer is yes. You know? It's like, would that... But that person probably wasn't a complete stranger to that type of behavior. Right. That person's probably choked a fucking uh, Jack yeah. Russell before. Yeah. That person's probably drop kicked a cat or something. Yeah. And they just got really into like fighting pits, yeah. <laughs> you know, when they had. Yeah. Know. So maybe for some people it's them taking on a fear that they didn't know that they had. That might be it. Yeah. Do you think some people view homosexuality as a fear? Yeah, sure. I think anybody, anytime you lose control of your image, you're scared. So it, when you say uh, you're a gay person, when you say you're a political, like if somebody says I'm a conservative or I'm a liberal or I'm a, a socialist or I'm gay or I'm uh, a vegan, all of a sudden you lose control of your image. You lose control of your individuality because that group is associated with all kinds of things. Some of them are great. Some of them aren't. So the minute that people view you as a member of a group. Oh, it's scary. And if people lose their ability to like manage their their own image and then people are like oh well you're gay are you like this are you gonna act like this or whatever are you you know so i think the fear is the stigma that's attached to that group okay so for a while there's a stigma attached to homosexuality and and i'm sure there still is in, in many parts of the country and everywhere so the stigma people fear that do um are more me do you feel like you get hit on by more Mexican men or probably on the apps? I don't really answer a lot of the app things, but I yeah, see that though. Yeah, I, I, there's, I, I do well with like Mexicans. Yeah, I don't go out with that. Mexicans. That and it's white not, delight, I bet they hit on them. Yeah, you know? I, and it's not, I'm not racist, but I just don't ever like. I never. Oh really? Yeah. No, I just. You know I what feel it like is? A Mexican man would be easy to date, kind of. You know, especially because there's yeah. a language barrier. I've gone out with Spanish guys. I don't know actually, like man, like when you say Mexican, I think of like a, like some guy, like a five four, just a guy in a truck, okay, good dude in a truck who doesn't speak English. Like now Steve I know that Trevino, that's, that's a racist thing, but I've never been out. With, I think with an official 100% Mexican guy. Right. But I've gone out with guys that were Hispanic. But a lot of guys hit on me that are like from other parts of the world. Wow. Yeah. White people don't, are not into it. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I think I'm the symbol of, I think a bigger white guy is a symbol of prosperity mm -hmm. to other races. Ooh, I could see that. Yeah. So I think, I think, because uh, you come, yeah, they're used to seeing you come to their country to like get to date, to date, and yeah, uh, look and for sex. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is the guy yeah. who comes down for sex tourism. This the let's guy, just yeah. get him now. Yeah, let's just <laughs> let's just steal his wallet now. This is the guy who <laughs> yeah. who shows up on the yeah. train and looks around a yeah. little bit and nods and yeah. and taps his cane on the this ground. Is the and guy who goes to the Philippines for the food. Yeah, so yeah. let's just rob him now. Yeah. Let's just take his money now. <laughs> And he doesn't have to buy the flight. Dude, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, you yeah. almost, you look like. Yeah, like I look like a guy 
who goes like to, FDR's grandson. I look kind like of. a guy yeah. that would go, you know, the, the, the Eli Roth hostel, that yeah. movie. I look like a guy who goes to Bratislava and who wants to just saw people in half <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah. just goes back to his bank job yeah. and just sit back on the golf course, just hitting balls. Just like, yeah, I went away. We There's a great little spot you can go and just saw people's yeah. limbs off. Great tacos. Uh, yeah, good tacos. A lot of fun. <laughs> so I think those people see me and they're like, oh, good. You know, fat white guy, wow, maybe prosperous. Yeah. Yeah, I could. Yeah, that's totally wild. Yeah, you seem like the guy who made like the Monopoly, that old guy, like his son, like kind of one of his sons that yeah, went to I like a like nice school. Yeah, I look like a guy school. that didn't earn the money, but somehow I have it. Yeah. Like I didn't earn it. I didn't come up with the thing. Yeah. But like I'm Orville Redenbacher's great grandson. Yeah. And we just made Lonnie our, Redenbacher. Lonnie yeah. Redenbacher. I just made my living popping corn. <laughs> yeah. And I just sit at the local bar and I'm real free with my opinions. <laughs> and I've never earned a dollar in my life. I've never earned an honest dollar in my life. <laughs> and I'm just living off popcorn money from like four generations ago. Oh, man. This yeah. Is great. It's like being on your Twitter, dude. Yeah. That's <laughs> I mean, so that's, good. That's what, I, that's what I look like. Yeah. But again, you can't control your image. Right. I just look racist. Yeah. I look like a, a... You think so? Yeah. I look like a cop who shot a toddler. Ooh. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but you look like the cop that like, whoa, how'd this guy get on? Like, this yeah, guy... Yeah, how'd he get on the force? Yeah. How do you... How do like, you... if you've been on the force for eight years, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, he's been on the force for eight years. Right. But if he just got on the force... Like, how did it even happen? Yeah. How did it even happen? <laughs> <laughs> Who did he bribe to get here? Listen up. Guess what? We are in times of disease, times of famine... It's definitely, it's that time during COVID when you'll see somebody pushing their family down a hill or across a desert in a, in a uh, empty wagon. It's different times. And that's why you have to plan ahead for when the world reopens. You want to have a website that does work for you. And that's what I've got right now. I recently had a company called Modify which rivals any other option on the web design market. Modify provides a subscription-based professional web design service for, I mean, for the cost of your old cable bill. They cover it all just with a monthly fee, no startup costs. I mean, if you go look at theovon.com right now, it, it's, it's nice. It's comfortable. It's suave. It's finesse, you know. It's a shark, but it's a hamster. You know, it's a little bit of everything. And they did that. Modify's unbeatable plan is fast, affordable, and high quality. With 20 years in the web design game, Modify's last website ever plan is the best option out there for anyone using the internet to promote their business. For just $2.49 a month, you will enjoy the relief of an easy process, quick turnaround, and an evergreen website. Modify's plan includes unlimited updates, unlimited support, easy editing tools, and future redesign. You will have a personal team assigned to handle all of your account and website needs. They build it. They take care of it. It's a one-stop shop. $249 a month. That's right. Get yours today for only $249 a month at modify.com slash Theo. That's M-O-D-I-P-H-Y dot com slash T-H-E-O. These guys don't F around, and that's the truth. Gang on that. Look, the holidays are right around the corner, and I don't know if that's true, but it could be true. 
But what is what is right around the corner and actually is now is that you got to if you have a business online, that's most of the business now. Business used to be on main street and now it's on main screen. It's in front of you. And you're going to have to be able to ship orders out quickly. People want something they need it. Oh, I ordered this. I can't wait till 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 September. I need it this month. I need it now. Well, ShipStation can help. With just a few clicks, you will be managing orders, printing labels, and getting those products out the door and delivered in no time. No matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, or your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface. You can even handle it right from your cell phone. That's right. Now, whether you're shipping USPS, FedEx, UPS, or, or anything, ShipStation, uh, e- even Amazon Fulfillment, ShipStation can help. Their interface handles it all right there, and you can compare and contrast different companies, different rates, and the times it'll take to get to its destination. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. And right now, we have a code for you. Use Theo to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no hassle, stress-free shipping. Ooh, I'm shipping and I feel good about it. Just visit ShipStation.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page and type in Theo. That's ShipStation.com. Enter offer code Theo to get your 60-day free trial. Make things easier on yourself. ShipStation. Make ship happen. We've got a question that came in right here for you. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, Tim. How's the dieting going? Oh, that's the question. Okay. Uh, it's It's a struggle. It's a challenge. Do you diet? I go on and off. It's a struggle and a challenge. Because I saw you at a restaurant the other day. Remember, I saw you. Yeah, yeah. yeah Which I was, shouldn't have said that, but. No, but that's okay. I would, that was not a diet day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I try. It's hard. Because guys like Joe Rogan have all this discipline. And yeah. it's just hard. Well, Jocko Willink has a book. Yeah, that's called, he's, he's got a lot of discipline, too. Discipline equals freedom. Discipline equals freedom. Yeah. That's what Nick always says to me. And I don't do it. But I hear I get him say it. it. I get it. I, I but also freedom equals freedom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey Jocko, counterpoint. I know that somebody came up with that title for you at your publishing company, but counterpoint, <laughs> yeah. freedom is also freedom. Yeah. What do you do you find <laughs> sorry? What's the tough I have a better argument than that, Jocko? <laughs> what's the toughest part of dieting you think for you? Not eating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it a certain time of day? Yeah. I mean because at 8 o'clock, I get into this thing like I deserve a treat. Correct. That's how I get There's Here's the real problem. There's not too many things in the world that make you happy. Right. That's just really what it is. There's not that many things in the world that make you happy. Yeah, guns, mysteries. Yeah. Whatever it is. What else? There's not a ton out there. So food is a thing that it just triggers Finding my response. Something. It's like a drug. And it's like my parents, when I was young, they just set me on that course of like, oh, you did something good, here's ice cream. Oh, wow. You did something good, we're going to go to pizza. And they just hut. put it in your hand or something, or what would they do? Yeah, they would just put a scoop of ice cream in my hand while I laid in bed, oh. and I would just eat it as I fell asleep. <laughs> no. Uh, they would just take me to eat. 
because we didn't have that much money and the only luxury was like, let's get a fun food. Let's go to Pizza Hut. It wasn't like, let's take a vacation. Right. It wasn't like we're buying you a car. Oh, that's a it's good like, let's point. let's go to a nice dinner. Food is the only luxury for people that don't have a lot of money. That's a good point. It's a reality. Let's go get pizzas. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, we couldn't go to like the big water park. Let's go to the- Yeah. Yeah, let's go cook over by the yeah, river. Let's or cook your, your family, I imagine, was like, let's deep fry a dog or something, you yeah. know? But like, let's just get a good. Let's like, grill something. Let's, let's have a little bit of swan. Or yeah, something. a little bit of swan. <laughs> well, have, dude, I had a cousin that let's moved. Let's have a little bucket. bit of swan. I had a cousin that ended up working by the damn golf course. And so, dude, one time he comes home with two fucking swans. Were oh, they good? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not great. Is it? They weren't bad. <laughs> Interesting. I was young, though. Swan yeah. isn't for a kid, swan's not for everyone. No. It's yeah. a majestic creature. Yeah. Well, it's an adult something meat. about eating a swan. It's an adult meat. Yeah, it's an adult meat. Uh, here's a guy, obviously, who's looking to date. This guy looks like he's in trouble. <laughs> this guy looks like he didn't answer a contact tracing call. <laughs> he's, infected, <laughs> he's infected 38 people. Hey, uh, Mr. Dylan, uh, huge fan, Mr. Vaughn, long-time, long-time listener, watcher, first-time caller and communicator. Pardon my back mullet. I don't have a top mullet, but I got a little back hair Damn, mullet. Got that heat coming anyway, in. I got a crazy question for Mr. Dylan. What do you think about the assassin killing himself that shot the judge's son? This Ghislaine Maxwell shit's getting a little trans. Yeah, it's real creepy. Us. Yeah. So, so let's get into that. Yeah. First, let's just establish that Epstein, you believe Epstein was a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just saying, let's just establish some ground. Who are you working for? <laughs> okay. Wait a minute, hold on. What? Uh, <laughs> yes, I will take okay. the controversial stance that <laughs> okay. I believe Epstein is a pedophile. Okay. You and, heard it here. Okay. Oh, and boy. you think Ghislaine was his little, his, uh, his, his, his runner? Yeah, I think that's pretty well established. Okay. I think Miss Maxwell was involved in some lurid and inappropriate activities. <laughs> but as Trump okay. would say, I wish her well. Because yeah, yeah. that's the way rich people talk. Rich people, every now and then rich people just become rich and they forget that they have a job. Yeah. He forgot he was the president. Yeah. He was at a golf tee on Mar-a-Lago in his mind and he, he said what he would have said to some CEO <laughs> yeah. that was next to him. He goes, yeah, I wish her well. Because that's when you're like, yeah, my son, he got into it underage, real big problem. He goes, I wish him well. I wish him well, yeah. And just, you know, watch this drive. It's yeah. so different. People don't understand also, yeah, that rich mindset of just like. They don't get like, it. Like, it's just niceties and politeness. Like Ghislaine got busted having a couple of chocolates she shouldn't have had, you know. Yeah, they're just, they're just like, yeah, I wish her well. Hey, man, just get out of my, get out of my world with your problems. <laughs> yeah. I'm rich. I want to be rich. Ghislaine is rich. So I wish her well. If Ghislaine wasn't rich, it would be like, yeah, the burner. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put her in a room and light her up. But because she's rich, I don't want to see a member of my own class really bite the bullet. So I wish her well. I hope she has to write a long apology letter to the girls yeah. and they put her back on a boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this assassin was super weird. Um, the judge that was assigned to look into the money laundering at Deutsche Bank. So a bunch of investors at Deutsche Bank were like, hey, why are you letting Jeffrey Epstein and all these people, why are you tolerating all these high-risk clients? Right. So a bunch of investors at Deutsche Bank got mad at this. And Deutsche Bank should have just sent out a letter and went, shut the fuck up. Right. We do what we want. We're criminals, dummy. Right. What do you think goes on here? We launder drug money and everything else. We got narco traffickers, human traffickers. Shut the fuck up. You didn't care when you returned. You only care because it's the goddamn yes. news, Cliff. They should, like, they should, like, like, hit him with a first name at the end. Hit him with a first name, you yeah. know. Listen, Vance, you know what's going on. Shut the fuck up. 
<laughs> um, so, but so there were some banks. So there's some investors. Cause I don't know all about it. So there's some investors. Yeah, and the, the, they were all working with the same. A lot of shady people working with the same bank. Yeah, Deutsche Bank. Okay, and they're and Deutsche Bank's like a lot of their executives end up killing themselves in Malibu. It's super suspect because people in Malibu don't kill themselves. They're happy. Right, people that's like why they kill themselves. Like, yeah. So this idea that all these people in Malibu are like, I just can't do another day in the sun. I gotta kill myself. Deutsche Bank's involved in some weird stuff. So. Deutsche Bank. And what is the Deutsch? It's what? German. Okay. Yeah. So they uh, are handling high-risk clients like Jeffrey Epstein. Okay. And a bunch of investors are like, hey, why are you, what are you doing here? Why are you tolerating this level of risk? Blah, blah, blah. So they bring a class action suit against Deutsche Bank. A judge gets assigned that suit. Four days later, her son and her husband, a guy shows up in a FedEx suit, her son and her husband end up getting killed, or her husband's not dead. He's critically wounded. Her son is dead. And then the guy who does this goes and kills himself about an hour and a half later. Now, supposedly, this guy, this guy named Roy Hollander, was a men's rights activist who had actually called in Opie and Anthony and like argued with Jim Norton. He's like a weird guy. And he was um, the FedEx driver? He was just, yeah, dressed up in a FedEx outfit. So he was fake FedEx yeah, driver? fake FedEx. Was he in just a regular vehicle? I imagine, yeah. Oh, my so God. So then he just That's goes and kills himself. So what... People are, what I am a little suspicious about is I'm like, is this guy actually the guy who did it? Is this guy, did he do it, but did somebody like put him up to it? Right. Because this, you know, this is a crazy coincidence that this woman's child is now dead because that is a crazy way to send a message. Right. Like, because you're telling all the old judges like, hey, you might want to gamble with your life. We'll kill your kids. Right. Like, we'll just kill everyone. You know, like it is a crazy message. Um, and it makes you think about anytime somebody kills himself and they can't be asked any questions, I get real like, wait a minute, mm -hmm. hold on, what happened? So it's entirely possible that this was some type of threat or, you know, a way to intimidate or scare people that are in the case. I don't know. It's also possible that this guy is just a crazy guy that killed the judge. I don't know, but yeah. it's worth looking into. Have, has the judge responded after the killing? Has the judge spoken? Mm. Man suspected. I mean, this is tragic. Twenty-year-old kid. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Horrible. And he was just at home doing what? It's weird. The guy's a men's rights activist. He killed two men. Mm. I'm like, that makes me start thinking. Like, wait a minute, what? That's odd. But it's also interesting. A, a good place to go look for someone who would do something like this is someone who repeatedly calls into a radio show. But here's the thing: the people that want this done know that. Right. They know that. Oh, of course. They're like, they this is where we find crazy yeah. people. They know where to get the fun people. Yeah. <laughs> this guy also, 20 years ago, worked for Kroll Securities, which is like an intelligent corporate espionage, intelligence oh, gathering, wow. uh, major corporation. He worked for a year in Russia, handling uh, intelligence gathering for Kroll. So it's just odd. Very like, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, it's a very weird like background mm. for the guy to have, you know? Here's a guy right here who has an issue, and this guy... Uh, Might have a few issues. Yeah. What's going on? My name is Miles. Tim, I saw you at the Stress Factory in Bridgeport, Connecticut, and you said that I look like I traffic children because I was wearing a suit. So two questions. One, would you like to retract that statement? And two, do you think Glenn is going to make it to trial? Uh, I don't. Gang, yeah. Gang. Number one, let me retract that statement because now you look like a dirtbag who can't afford anything. <laughs> uh, you should have kept the suit on. Now well, he does like, have a frisbee collection yeah. behind him. <laughs> yeah. Now you look like you. Now you look like you traffic pizzas to people's homes for a living. So that's what you look like now. You look like Gang, you're trafficking bro. for Papa John's, yeah. trafficking breadsticks to poor people. Um, uh, it, will Ghislaine make it to trial? I mean, I mean, not if. 
a lot of powerful people have something to say about it. Do you think, I mean, do you think a lot of people really were into this type of thing? Like they would fly over there to have sex with I think enough, yeah. yeah. I think enough people, yeah. I think it was a way to blackmail people. So if powerful people go over there, they do this stuff, you get them on camera, you own them and control them forever. Yeah. So if you're an intelligence agency or whatever, even you know a billionaire that wants to control senators or congressmen or whatever because you don't want them passing laws that fuck with your money, it's just a, it's a foolproof way to be like, yeah, oh, you're going to vote that way? How about this? And then they go, yeah, I guess you're right. So in the end, do you think that Epstein's biggest problem was, or not, obviously he had a lot of problems, but do you think that one of the underlying issues of all of his problems was more like control? It was like, how do I... Yes. It was all about like manipulation. people. You're absolutely right. It was how do we control people? And Epstein was just a facilitator for bigger forces that are looking to control people. Wow. And that's part of what happens, you know? I mean, I'm sure, listen, there's reasons in Hollywood that the same actors get the same roles yeah. all the time. And yeah. a lot of them are very talented. But I think a lot of it is that they have very powerful agents and people that are able to, like, get make things happen. Right. How do you make things happen? You need leverage. How do you get leverage? Well, leverage is information. Yeah. Right? It's information. That's technically kind of what leverage is. It's like... I know. Oh yeah, that's a prime ingredient. Yeah. So, I mean, it's 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 entirely possible that like this is just the way things have been run for so long, and now it's coming to light because you have the internet and you have people. Back then, victims couldn't talk to each other, so one girl that had a crazy experience couldn't email another girl and go, "Hey, did this happen to you?" Right. Yeah. That's like the only positive thing from it. Um, Here's a young man right here that has a question who may have been trafficked. Sorry, man, I shouldn't have said that. Tim Dillon, Theo Vaughn, you guys are two of my all-time favorites. I love all your stuff. I check out your podcast uh, pretty much any chance I get. Uh, I was going to ask, this can be for both of y'all, with all the craziness going on uh, in Hollywood right now, uh, would you guys consider getting a stunning estate in the stunning state of Kentucky? We'd love to have y'all. Ooh, KY, Uh, famous for its jelly, huh? KY. would consider moving. Uh, anyways, you guys keep rocking. Love is that stuff. an offer? Yeah, gang, I'll move gang. in with you. Does gang, you, how bro. How do your folks feel about that? Now, this is a very handsome young man. Does He's it make you feel man. a certain way when you see this guy? Well, I, I say I'll move in with him in Kentucky if he wants. Oh, damn. Well, there if, you if, go. if that's what he's offering, I imagine that's what this is about. Uh, he also um, looks a little bit, I want to say, like um, uh, Kylie Jenner. Here's what's great about him. He's anonymous looking. Yeah. He has this weird, like, you could just imagine him as kind of anything. David Arquette's son. Yeah. Maybe. Like, maybe he's a good looking pilot. Yeah. But maybe he's 10 other things. So he's mm-hmm. got this weird kind of like, there's nothing distinct about him. Mm-mm. He's just a weird, like, model type of, like, look. But but Kentucky. Like, a model for Kentucky. Oh, in Kentucky. Because Ken- mo- in, mo- in Kentucky, most people have no face. Yeah. In Kentucky, this guy is a damn... I mean, he is a, look, he's a nine, male or female in Kentucky. In Kentucky, yeah. In, uh, Kentucky, he's a, he's a nine, yeah. <coughs> uh, would I consider moving Actually, to Kentucky? No. The answer, is, the answer is no, and you're not going to Kentucky. You're no. going to go to Kentucky? No. No. I'm going to go gonna look. pass. I'm going to go, look, yeah, yeah. I'm going to respectfully pass. <laughs> uh, but Are you thinking of going anywhere? I am. I'm Where thinking of going, I'm going to go look in Nashville. I'm, uh, wow. <coughs> I just got a plane ticket so to go look. Do you think everybody's just leaving? You know, I don't know, man. I my biggest thing starts to be state taxes. That's my biggest. 100%. Honestly, it's money. hundred percent. You know, yeah. and Nick, this chair squeaks. How mine does too. Um, but um, 
yeah, money starts to be the, one of the primary issues. And then also, what's what are you paying towards? It's like, yeah. if I'm paying yeah. taxes, like, what is it going towards? And then if everything's shut down, do should I get my taxes back? Good point. Yeah. I don't know. I only moved here about a year ago. I've been coming out here for oh, about two right. years. But I, I moved here about a year ago. And I'm like, I know I have friends leaving and going other places. But I don't know. I feel... I feel kind of like LA is going to, I think we're all like thinking that this is going to be forever. Ah, I see. And every decision we're making and every thought in our mind is based on the idea that this doesn't end, mm. which could happen and would be terrifying. There'd probably be a whole host of other problems, but doesn't this end? Yeah, that's true. Huh? Doesn't this end? Yeah, this should end. Uh... Doesn't it end? And then doesn't things go back to something resembling what we're used to? And maybe it doesn't, but... I mean, if it ends, are we going to want to be somewhere else? I don't know. Maybe we will. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question, man. That's what I, yeah, uh, yeah. Because I start to think, yeah, I would like to get in a place that has probably, I mean, I'd love to get in a place where I could save tax money. But yeah. then also, there's strength in numbers. Like, it's nice to be around, like, people you know and, like, yeah. you know, to be able to meet up and chat about stuff. So I'll start to wonder, well... What's it? it feels like a different life. Like it feels like one of those Netflix series where like some somebody moves to like a small town. Yeah, you know, and they're like, I gotta now meet everybody, and like, I don't know. I just feel like I just feel like I don't think anyone has to do anything drastic just yet. Right. Let's just wait out the year. See if you feel this way in January, and you might. Right. But I feel like I feel like that's a good point. Yeah. Just wait out the year. It's a bad year. As soon as this all started to happen in March, I said this year is shot. Right. I just knew it. In my head, I mentally said it. I'm like, this year's done. We're just losing a year. I think it's going to turn around in 2021. What are things- It might you- turn around right after Trump loses. The media's like, everyone's cured. Yeah. Shockingly, there's no new cases. And you're like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, yeah, every, everybody's great. Do you, think, uh, do you think Trump will win or lose? I probably lose at the moment. It's, he's got, it's tough. And it goes moment to moment, doesn't it? It's moment to moment. It really like is. Debates could- could could make him the favorite again because Biden is not a good debater and is kind of mentally not there. But I think Trump's fighting a lot of battles that are losing battles. Yeah. Like the economy is collapsing. The, this coronavirus was not really handled well. Um, he pours, like forget politics. What I keep explaining to my friends who are like super pro-Trump. I'm like, if there was a CEO of a company and half the people in it thought he was trying to kill them, even if they were wrong, you can't get rid of half of them. Right. You got to get rid of him. Like he pours gasoline. And like every day, whether he's, he might not be trying to kill them, but every day he gets in the elevator and he's like, maybe I'll kill you. Like, and they're like, <laughs> what? They're like, wait, wait, he's doing it again. He's doing it. And then the other people in the company are like, that's the way he is. Yeah. He's joking. That's what he does. Yeah. It's a joke. And they're like, no, he said there was poison in the pen. He's going to stab me. They go, Will you stop? It's amazing how yeah we it, can't live in this schizophrenia forever. So many people take everything he says so so seriously. Yeah. it's like um, and also I think a lot of people want him to be something that he isn't. A lot of times, yeah, it's like a lot of people elected him knowing he was a cr- like crazy, wild, w- odd businessman. Yeah, he's a con artist. Yeah, he's the most <laughs> successful con artist of all time. Which is why there's part of me that likes him. I know he's full of shit. The people on the right think he was chosen by Jesus <laughs> to free every <laughs> child that's being trafficked or whatever. The people on the left think he's Adolf Hitler. The yeah. reality is he's a riverboat casino <laughs> yeah. hustler. He's a huckster. And he's just <clears throat> been able to bluff because he knows social media. And, he knows, and I think that's the real story. 
That's what makes him more interesting to me. Yeah. He's the most successful fucking card shark, three-card Monty dealer, bullshit slumlord that you've ever known. Like, he's doing it on the world stage. He doesn't have a clue what he's going to say. Right. He just lets it fly. Yeah. He lets it rip. And that character to me, not that he's this omnipotent force of evil or that he's uh, this amazing angel. The idea that he's just kind of a regular guy. guy who's a con makes him more impressive to me and it makes the story actually a lot more interesting. Oh, this vote. If you want a good show, if you don't have cable anymore, yeah. but you still want to be a part, like if you're able to yeah. have the separatist and not get it, like sometimes I get my boots in the mud. Yeah. If you're able to keep your boots out of the mud, yeah. there's no greater show than the show we're than, watching. Than the show yeah. we're watching. Yeah. It's obvious you're going to be fine. I mean, America's going to give you money, you yeah. know, like, um, but I, I also think. In well, s- I don't know if that's going to But right now they are. Right now, people are getting mailed money and can't handle it. Yeah, some people, people are, are getting partying. mailed yeah. money home. Yeah. once a month, and they're just like, and they just they cannot can't. hack it. You can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. Um, they got to go to Applebee's and just lick the floor. Well, there's a thing. Yeah. I remember when he won, which I thought he was going to win. Yeah. To me, it became really I obvious. Knew. Yeah, I thought so too. But when he won, I was like, "Holy shit!" The next day, and I, I, I think everybody had this moment. They're like. I could be president. Yeah. Well, I think everybody had that moment and then everybody had the, this this very interesting moment too and it happens in every thriller. In every thriller, most thrillers, there's a scene where the car is dangling off the <laughs> off the yeah, mountain, yeah. right? And everybody's you're kind of in that moment of being like what's going to happen now? Yeah. When's it going to fall? It's got to fall, right? Yeah. Or does it get pulled back? Does it get, you know, how does it work? Does the, the Mercedes-Benz back up in Jurassic Park? And, it, you know, somehow. And the problem is we've been living in that moment <laughs> yeah, 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 for four years. <laughs> like that moment of like tension and anxiety and what happens. And some people are like, oh, this is fun. It's a movie. And then some people are like, no, but they could die. And some people are like, yeah, but they're not real. And some people are like, no, but they are actually real. Some of them are real. And you're like, good point. Some of them are real. So it's just, I look at it so differently. Everybody's so invested in one side or the other side. Yeah. I look at the guy and I'm like, nobody's had a wilder life than this guy. Yeah. Nobody, like he might have, has one of the most crazy lives in history. I can't believe that more black men yeah. don't low-key think that Donald Trump is. Oh, they do. Because he's like yeah, some a people complete, do. like... G, he's a the G. He's like yeah in that regard yeah of like money cash hoes men in general. I think because we tend to like just we're not like I think women might think about things a little more right, but men might just take something at face value, and sometimes the stuff he says you just go fucking hilarious yeah, and you just move on about your day. Whereas a woman will be like, oh, that was horrible. Yeah. Like, he said a horrible thing, and he's our president. And you're like, yeah, but he's it's just funny. But also, when you grow up poor, especially, I mean, growing up poor and white, like, you never have any, I never thought any politicians were really much but clown. Like, it always right. seemed like, yeah, they like, they never that. came to our neighborhood and did anything, That's you know? That's kind of the I remember the richest guy yeah. I knew would drive by our neighborhood. He was a yeah. veterinarian, and he would throw dead animals into the ditch outside of our apartment complex. And I remember we would f- throw like carcasses, like co- like Cossacks and like, wow. you know, goat occipitals and shit at each other. Just, yeah. you know. 
know, and just rattle off. You know, if you got a rib cage, you would just have unlimited bullets. It's a like, real scene from True Detective, just, your entire child. But just like, real. and that was like kind of like he was a city councilman or yeah. something, I think. And that was the closest Dude, we the, ever got the to guy politics. guy that was a senator lived in my town, clearly a mob guy, yeah. right? Yeah. His name was like Al D'Amato. He's like a respected guy. People know who he is. But he clearly yeah, was like yeah, a yeah. local goon. Yeah. And he was just like, he would just walk around the San Gennaro Festival just like eating this little custard and like just <laughs> drinking booze. I'm like, this dude doesn't give a fuck. Drinking the blood yeah, of his yeah. uh, of his grandparents. He doesn't give a fuck about any of this. Now he's a nice guy. My family liked him, but it's like they he, don't care. He had a poker alliance. Let's look at him right here. Yeah, there he is, Alphonse. I mean, Alphonse D'Amato. Yeah, he would just walk around and like, you know, he'd he'd have like a little eggplant parmesan. He'd be twirling linguini in a little uh, like a little paper, a little uh, plastic cup. Yeah. He'd be twirling linguini and just walk around eating it and like you know, they'd be playing like when the moon hits your (laughs) And I'm like, Yeah, what are the chances this guy's uh, I bet he's pretty swayable. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you could put him in a room, hand him a little money and D'Amato is chairman of the Poker Players Alliance. A nonprofit organization set up to help protect and fight for the rights of poker players yeah, in the United States. That's Long Island. That's where I came from. I love we, that. We, we protected the poker wow. players. And look at his dimey dime. Excuse yeah. Me. Sound like Brennan Shaw right now, but his dimey dime of a wife. <laughs> yeah. How look how lo- he won her in a game. Yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> he could have won her from Trump. Here's an, here's an interesting thing I think about Trump. I think he's he's a reflection of what we have become, a country that does shady business, right. that we're all on our third wife, right. we have a semi-autistic, chi- everybody has a semi-autistic child, and I don't mean this in any negative way, I just, to me, he, he's like, the, he's the mirror we don't want to see, like, yeah. a, a, in a lot of ways, you know? What bothers him <clears throat> about really rich people is like, what they will say to country club to each other <laughs> privately he'll just go out and say it to the united nations yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're like whoa whoa you, you guys are trash you're like you know he's the he's the dad in your neighborhood who's like this neighborhood's changing and you're like shut up dad imagine he, now he's the president now that guy's the president now the guy who sits on his patio smoking a cigar saying veiled racist things is now the president of the united states it's a problem, but it's also the most predictable thing ever. Yeah. Because we love celebrity. We're obsessed. We love the idea of somebody that we know. He got in the game. We know him. He has name recognition. We followed him forever. He was a reality TV he star. He was off script also. He came Wild. in at a time like, yeah. he came in at a time where things were getting all, like, everybody boring. was so tired of the boring. script. They were boring and they were good. <clears throat> things were kind of good. Like, even though things weren't good for millions of people, all we really look at is like media and everything. And Obama was in and everybody was like, yeah, things are kind of good. And then we were like, wait a minute. What if we just throw this wrecking ball at like, it might just be interesting again. And then we didn't know. Now we're just living in the time where we're like, oh, we didn't know how interesting it was going to get. Yeah. Like we didn't realize how, how fragile I didn't realize. I didn't realize how fragile society was. It's I didn't realize how many people were ready to just burn down a Trader Joe's. It's interesting. I didn't realize how many people were like, you know, I'm mad about that. 
let's go burn down a Trader Joe's. Well, I had no idea. We're going to start to see like people putting Antifa on their resumes. You know right. that? Yeah. Like I was a colonel in Antifa. You may remember me. I burned you know, down the Trader Joe's on yeah. Fairfax. I was lookout at that Foot Locker that went down <laughs> outside of Tempe. Yeah. You guys may remember that. But I, I get it because <laughs> I was under the uh, I was under the rightful watch. Of Zodiac 47. Yeah. yeah. People are, are desperate and people are pissed. Yeah. And they're just like, fuck it. And I get it. And like, we can work from home. We, we've got this unique, you know, we worked our asses off to get here, but it's just like, I get it. Cause I, I have friends that are like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do now. You know, like they're like, I worked at a restaurant and made good money working at a steakhouse. It shut down. And when it's open, we can only fill 30% of the tables. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm not getting unemployment anymore because I'm working. But people, those people saying people are still ejaculating into their girlfriend. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> That's stupid. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah, like. Yeah, they're still doing that. Yeah, yeah. It just, we don't. We don't get it. We don't get it. We don't get it. Yeah. And we maybe we never do. How do you think the whole, the book, the storybook of humanity kind of ends? Do you think we get well, you're it? Looking at, you're looking at, I think it ends in a dystopian place. And what does dystopian mean? I think it mean? ends like- What does that where, mean, dystopian? Utopian's like a perfect world. Dystopian's like a fucked up future. Yeah. Like Yeah. I think it ends- Mad Max. How, here's how I kind of internalize it. Thanks, Nick. Um, I think it's like, here's what I think it is. I think outside there's going to be like fights- Mm -hmm. and, and, and people will be fighting each other. Uh, Hopefully they'll be fist fighting each other inside of an Olive Garden. Olive Garden will become it'll be a place wild. for fighting. The government's going to be like snatching people up. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be crazy, right? And then you'll be inside your house with like VR goggles on, like doing TikTok <laughs> yeah. dances. And outside there's going to be explosions and you're just going to hear yeah. gunshots and then you just can't hear it because you're in like this augmented reality world of like, the whole thing is we just climbed into the computer. Yeah. When, the, when, the, when this started, everybody was just like, well, the outside's a problem. You're going to get sick. Somebody's going to, you know. Oh, that's true. Now yeah. we've all climbed into we've the computer. We've climbed into the computer. We're just going to live there forever. So humanity mm. will, it'll just get weirder and weirder and weirder to the point where if, if you're like, hey, you want to go to the park? Somebody's going to be looking and go, are you fucking sick? Yeah. <laughs> are you a fucking sicko? Do you know what's out there? Marauding gangs, coronaviruses, diseases, government agents, like, it's going to get pedophilia, putt putt golf. Yeah, putt putt golf. Like, <laughs> like, are you, you out know, of your Public mind? school teachers, the worst, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the lowest yeah. of the low. And I think TikTok is a great way to take a glimpse into the future because the news will be like everybody's dying. And then the kids on TikTok are just like, yeah. You know, just yeah. like this. Like, <laughs> just, un just unbothered, just completely like, like the just, Teletubbies. Yeah, just like just, some kids getting molested and the Teletubbies are just dancing on yeah, the screen. Yeah, and they're just like mouthing the words to songs they didn't write. Yeah. And they're just dancing and then and, and that's kind of the beginning of of and then you have this girl who mouths Trump like Sarah Cooper or whatever her name is, who's whatever talented, I'm not shitting on her, but like she just like Trump, she like lip syncs Trump. Mm -hmm. So he'll say something and she goes on TikTok and she's got this massive following just like lip syncing Trump. So it's going to be weird. It's just like, it's going to be like people lip syncing mm -hmm. music or the words of other people and people are going to be like, that's funny. <laughs> it's going to, it's starting to feel strange out there and I think it just gets weirder and weirder to the point where we all just want to live in a video game mm -hmm. because it's more comforting than real life. And what about if semen comes out of our bodies? We just throw it away? We just... It'll come out of your body. You'll just throw it away. But I think a, a lot of it'll be like will be somebody you know, come to collect it. It'll be it'll be sex robots. It'll be stim. It'll be weird stimuli. It'll be they'll still be fucking and everything. But it'll be just a weird. 
it's going to go into you know the way that these augmented reality games or virtual reality feels. I think that it's very possible that like porn gets so fucking powerful and crazy, it's way powerful already. That who knows? It's destroying people's real sex drives. It's destroying people's. Yeah, I'm ability. one of those people. Yeah, yeah it's wild. Yeah, it's I'm crazy. one of those people, man. I'm thinking of yeah. Here's a young man that's obviously had some issues. Hopefully. <laughs> got a quick quandary for you boys uh, for a long time now I've said that uh, Timmy Dillon is a top five homosexual man of all time and I stand by that that's awesome can either of you name five cooler gay dudes than Timmy Dillon and look, first of all, I don't yeah, want to there's say there's a lot of them. I would there's put a lot. you there's in many of them. There's I would many put, of them. I'd put you in top forty men overall. I don't want yeah. us to. Well, that's very. Well, I don't that, want to make I you like think that, that, like that there's identity politics within the comedy world. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's just fascinating that you know the, I don't know a lot of gay men that I that I talk to on an even right. semi regular basis. Right. That are out. Yeah, that's true. That's but a great qualifier. I would say probably Kevin Spacey. Okay. For one. Well. Um, what, you, what was the question? How many, <laughs> top five, top five guys, I think, right? Oh no, gay guys. A uh, cooler gay guys. Okay, so you have thrown out Kevin Spacey. Well, I, here's what I'll say: <laughs> phenomenal actor, okay, and very, much more successful than I am. Yeah, yeah, but One there the, are issues. With, oh yeah, no, he's yeah. definitely had some issues, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, it's a w- one way to say it. But he, um, but still, one of the most talented actors ever. Absolutely, this, certainly. This guy lists some examples. Do do we want? Oh, to he does. Hear yeah, yeah, let's oh, hear yeah. some. Sorry, that's all good. Maybe Leonardo da Vinci. Maybe Freddie Mercury. But it gets pretty hard after that. Yeah, I think um, he's saying because you're so cool, not because gay guys aren't cool. No, no, yeah, this well, guy that's loves very you. Very sweet. Um, da Vinci, yeah. Mercury, Dylan. Yeah, I, I didn't know Leonardo da Vinci was gay, but. Uh, I think he was just like Abraham uh, Lincoln slept fluid. with a dude for like three years. That was weird. Did he? Yeah. I've been to his childhood home. Amy Sherman and I went to his childhood home. Oh my god, that's and a fun date. Yeah. What a wild, what a wild day that is. <laughs> you and Amy in Lincoln's childhood home. I take people on pretty bad dates. Honestly. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Um, let me think of some really admirable gay males out uh, there. Harvey Tony Mel- Hinchcliffe. <laughs> okay. Um, Brandon Shapton. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I don't. I, I'm trying to think of like, I don't know, like the the ones that are important in history, like Harvey Milk and people like that. Yeah. Yeah. Paula Poundstone, almost. Paula Poundstone is a, is a, is a, is a gay dude that I respect. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Who's one of my favorite gay people? I don't know if I ever really think about it like that exactly. Roy Cohn, Trump mentor, lawyer for Joe McCarthy, and is he a gay man? Yeah, horrible guy, but, all, but oh, really? But very successful. And do you know him or no? He's died, but he was like a very oh. cutthroat operator of a. You know, oh, I don't really. I know enough about him, but I don't know too much about him. But he was one of the first gay guys to be like, I'm also evil. Or are some gay. It's important. It's do, important. You, do you think that there are? I so I guess because uh, gay, gay always seem, you think happy when you think of gay. You think like oh there's, yeah yeah. But it's there's just as many evil people in the gay community as there are in the straight community. Sure, sure. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's such a the distinction is almost. I think as we grow up, it's not going to be like the distinction of sexuality is going to be somewhat less. Oh, I feel it. I feel 100%. it going there. 
even by one generation, yeah. it's almost insane. I mean, look at Bravo. There's a ton of evil people on Bravo. Yeah. Andy Cohen, like, he gets the whole shows. He's like, all right, well, we're going to put you all under tre- tremendous emotional financial strain, and maybe someone jumps off a roof. Yeah. These people's husbands kill themselves. They, I mean... Yeah, no. It's the dark arts. It's definitely it's the dark arts over there, man. There's a 100%. level of manipulation of thing like when people when people start to see other people as just contestants Correct. on their in their life. Yeah. That's what the real housewives are. Be a contestant in your life. Yeah. Sick. So yeah. But, so you know, Andy Cohen and Roy Cohen are two evil. There has to be a dark side to that. There has to be a downside to Where's that. Where's the light side to it? Yeah. The dark side is the only side that I see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the light. I mean, the idea. And those shows are entertaining. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But that is what, why we have Trump. Right. So if you hate Trump and you're watching The Real Housewives, you are being inconsistent. Right. Because that type of perversion of reality where we know it's fake, but we watch it anyway, that gave us Trump. That ability to manipulate situations, manufacture them, uh, things that we know are, are bullshit, but we don't care because they're entertaining. Right. That's the beginning of Trump. Well, it's interesting, too, that Hollywood, there's not a lot of, like, Hollywood never stands up and says, oh, like they made him a celebrity. Like I think Trump was always a businessman. People always knew he was this, yeah, this long coded businessman. Yeah. And that's but, why the people on the right are like, "Fuck Hollywood." I'm like, "Your boy is a Hollywood guy. He's a uh, 15 years. He had one of the top rated shows on TV. He's a Hollywood dude." But Hollywood never takes any credit for creating the you know they what they do. what they refer to right. as the monster. They never will. It's interesting, bro. It's almost he's just such a successful con. You just got to look back and go, this guy has just every single opportunity this guy's ever had to just leverage himself, yeah. bite off something more than he could chew. He figures out a way to make it happen. It's wild. It's insane. And he's been able to do it at the highest level humanly possible. And that's the interesting story. But is there any? Here's one thing I think we, yeah. that we that we romanticize is the different levels. Like there are different levels, but Correct. I wonder if the get if that ability ever. Maybe it is like poker when you're in the bigger games. It yeah. seems you fade. Some people fade under that pressure, but some people who aren't yeah. have no, have very probably not much empathy. Here's the thing about Trump. There's nothing in that guy's life he said I can't do, right? Or I can't be. Right now, that's a con artist. I mean, that's not like if you think of the most successful guy you know, you you know he would still say, "Hey, man, that that's not for me." This guy didn't think anything was beyond the realm of his doing, yeah, including leading the free world. Um, and part of that is this: just the idea that, like, no matter what situation I'm in, I'll, I'll come out clean. I'll figure it out. It's amazing how. It's amazing. In some ways, it's freaking admirable. Yeah. The journey of the There's a lot the, of to, the to fearlessness. Look at, yeah, the fearlessness is admirable. There, there's a lot to look at him and aspire to in a weird way. Right. And 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 that if we don't have that conversation, we'll never understand why he's so popular. And if you don't admit that a lot of what he does and a lot of the people he calls out, whether it's the media or things that are equally fucked up. Um, if you don't admit that he's right about some of that, you'll never beat him. Right. The the reason that he wins is because you keep saying he's wrong about everything. Right. But if you if you cede some ground to him and go, yeah, 
He made a few good points, but it doesn't matter because he's not, he just can't do the job. Yeah, the, He's incapable of doing the actual job. And everyone's forgot that being the president's a job. Like right. nobody forgets it. It's like managing people, inspiring people, taking responsibility. Not, I mean, this is, imagine if you're, your life was falling apart and you went, your family's life is falling apart and your father, instead of like going out there trying to get another job, was like blaming your little brother, complaining about the food your mother was making, <laughs> being like, he's a scumbag, <laughs> you know? That, you know? Yeah. Any, any, anything, I mean, this guy's he's been just, outsourcing his room cleaning. Right, yeah. just, he, Trump is, you'd never want a guy like that as a leader. He doesn't take any responsibility. He's petty. He's vindictive. He just pits people against each other. He pours gasoline. Like if, if somebody comes in, I, I've worked in offices. Somebody comes in, they have a bad day. You, you try to get them on the right track. Yeah. You don't turn around in the whole office and go, look at Mary. Yeah. She's weak. Yeah. You can't do that. As a leader, like you Mary, can't. overusing her bathroom privileges, <laughs> yeah, yeah. isn't she? Mary's weak. Yeah. She can't handle it. You can't do that as a le- unless you are. And rumor has it she duplicated the key to the bathroom. Right, she duplicated it. But if you're a fly-by-night con artist, you can do that because what you're really doing, Trump just licenses his name. The only value is in his name. And then people buy. He's not this amazing business guy. I mean, what he, what he is good at is, is being famous. Right. And if you're famous, you could just treat people like shit. It doesn't matter. But I also think, though, there that he wants to be... Even if the business is if the business is shady and other people don't like it, that he applies those same concepts to a lot of like um, things that in America would seem more like traditional stances. Like, right. okay, let's stay a part of the World Health Organization yes. and the CDC yeah. because of just how it looks, how right. it makes uh, the rest of the right. countries feel. Yeah. But he's like, this organization hasn't done. Sh-. You know, if yeah. you look at the pluses and minuses, it hasn't done shit. They haven't made it. And, and it's not that everything he does is wrong. It's there's a way to do it. Right. And there's a way to do it that doesn't feel like we're heading towards civil war. Yeah. There's a way. You know what I mean? Like, but he also yeah. right. I agree. And I'm, not, I'm with you. Right. I think these, no, it's all interesting. These multinational, these these institutions like the UN, the CDC, the WHO, they're all corrupt. They're all they all have a litany of problems. And America does foot the bill for a lot of things and not get any benefit out right. of it. Right. But there's a way to disentangle yourself from those systems without it's just the way you do it. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's the way you do it. Yeah, he his he just doesn't have his bedside manner. It's it's is for funerals only it's for funerals only it's a guy like bill burr said it's a guy that just lived on the top of a building his whole life and this is the way they talk this is the way they talk i wish her well weak yeah you know and you that's just not i think ideal qualities for a president it was fun for a while i was on board and then trader joe's got burnt down yeah and i said to myself like (laughs) this will not end he won't, he won't act like he will just keep <laughs> pouring gasoline on this until this entire country is at war with each other. I'm not even a political guy. I don't really give a shit, yeah, yeah. but I just walk outside. I look around. I go, this is probably not good. <laughs> yeah, I see yeah. overturned cop cars. People are throwing Molotov cocktails. I'm like, what happened here? <laughs> we got to change course a little bit. Bring in Biden. Let him sleep in the chair. Yeah, yeah, Let yeah. that old fuck die in the chair. Who cares? Weekend at Bernie's. Who cares? Just give people health insurance and go back to it being boring. Yeah. 
Just let people get an operation and go back to, <laughs> let's let entertainers be entertaining. We don't need the president. Let's let Jimmy Fallon be funny again. Let's not chain him to a desk and make him apologize. He did blackface in 96. <laughs> let's let people be funny that should be funny. And let's get an old, boring person as the president. What woman is most likely to get busted for blackface in the future and we don't know it yet? I, I, I hope it's a fat woman. Just that's just because it's funnier to see a fat lady in blackface. It's like, oh, you you did this. I could see Chelsea Handler having done something at like a Chelsea a Handler sex built thing. her entire career calling a, a little Mexican guy a nugget. Mm-hmm. What's nugget close to? Someone remind me. And he died. Same page. Yeah. I just had it yeah. up. Oh, what, there you go. What word is nugget similar to? That's also a two syllable word that she wished you. You know. And she culture uh, didn't she appropriates that rapper guy, dude. Everything she did was cheap race jokes, and now she's walking around like she's Malcolm X. Yeah. She thinks she's Malcolm X. It's unbelievable. I did a whole thing on my podcast. I said, I hope she goes and apologizes for everything America's done wrong. Like she goes to war zones. Like she goes, hello, Gaza. It's me, Chelsea. Yeah. That was her documentary. <laughs> you know? Hello, Iraq. It's me, Chelsea. It's just a bunch of people sitting there. Chelsea Handler's walking, walking by dressed in Prada. Why does it end? It, sometimes it feels like a lot of women that they have to take on a political route heavily. Do, well, you th- do you feel that or no? I think some of it is that. I think I see a lot of guys doing it. I see a lot yeah, of Yeah, maybe it's just everybody. It. It's, you know what it is, man? Nobody can understand when it ends. Nobody can walk away. Nobody can walk away. Nobody can just say, I had a fun time. I made a shitload of money. Now I'm out. Mm. Everybody's got to be relevant. And if, if politics is relevant, they're political. If this went the other way and no one cared about politics, she'd be still talking about you know, Martinis. people eating her out in a Mexican restaurant or whatever the hell she wrote books about. Yeah. She's talking about politics nugget. because that's where... Yeah, nugget's nugget. last, yeah, nugget's yeah. last yeah. stand, I she think, was her special. She never Nugget. If, if politics wasn't relevant, Chelsea Handler would be riding seven Mexican guys down the street yeah. on her way to a Cinco de Mayo celebration. The woman wants to be relevant. She's, I mean, I don't know that she's ever read a book or has any thoughts about anything. Yeah. She just understands that racism is bad. Congratulations. Good job. Great job. We're glad you've come to this. And here comes someone right here, a beautiful young man right here. Good looking audience. I'm impressed with the looks on the audience here. Thank you, man. I'll say this. This is some of the- uh, My people, when they call in, it's all ski masks. Can't see their face because they're wanted by the feds. This is kind of a first to us, too. It must be a weird Venn diagram of your guys' fans that- Interesting. The podcast, regular listener, love it. The only question I have for you is in relation to something that I'm dealing with right now where I'm trying to find a better place to live. But can't because my horrible fucking credit situation. I owe so much money to creditors because of chemotherapy. And I'm not going to fucking pay it. Even if I do, I'm just going to keep having these delinquent marks on my credit report. So I'm wondering what you did with your horrible credit to be able to rent stunning real estate out in the middle of the desert because that is what I strive to do. If you see this question and reply to it, I greatly appreciate it. Well, well no, number one, let me say, it was a little irresponsible of you to get cancer. Yeah. That was a little irresponsible. Especially you don't during- don't see me going out and getting cancer. During, I can't afford it. Especially during this time. Yeah, yeah. cancer is also, I, wanna do, I do want to say it's a luxury. It's a luxury. Here's, 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 I'll be very serious for a minute. You could do credit repair and all that bullshit. I have to pay upfront for everything. So if I get an apartment, I got to pay 12 months in advance because my credit sucks. Wow. So I have to pay upfront for everything I get because I put myself in that position. But I work my ass off. I'm doing good on the podcast or whatever. But, I mean, you want to repair the credit because that's 
But the good, if you can save a little cash, people might take, if you have a bad credit score, people might take three months up front now. Right. You want that cash. And you might be able yeah. to negotiate better. So if it's $3,000 yeah. a yes. month, you could say, look, I'll give yeah. you 2400 and I'll pay you five months up front. So, yeah. Also, this is going to lead right into our ad for Bridge Credit Solutions. Ooh, nice. Which is uh, a company that's uh, that's fixing my credit right now. Um, and they're great. And I'll connect you with the guy, Please. too. Please. No, guy. I legitimately need it. JJ, he's awesome, man. I got to let you guys know that Bridge Credit Solutions is what I'm talking about. I have a refinance on my apartment, which is in uh, Louisiana, and um, and I was Airbnb in it, and now I can't, and I got to get that refi. But the bank won't give me that refi because I have some dings on me credit. Yeah, I got a couple of, uh, you know, just a couple of, just made some poor choices. Missed a payment, you know, missed two payments, actually. So I can't get the refinance right now. But that's where Bridge Credit Solutions is helping me. What I love about them is they are backed with a 100% money-back guarantee for any items that cannot be removed. You'll, you'll not find that anywhere in the credit repair industry. You know exactly what you're paying for at the beginning of the repair. No open-ended monthly fees. It's written in the contract what is to be done and how much you're paying. You pay per item. That's right. You need something removed. You pay for that to be removed. Now, you will need to have bridge report access prior to scheduling your audit. But that costs just $1 and can be found on their website by simply clicking on the services drop-down bar where you'll see bridge report access. You get the bridge credit report access, you schedule an appointment with Bridge Credit Solutions, and you're on your way to repairing your credit fast. They also offer 0% APR loans, business loans, financial counseling, etc. But they do a great job. I'm working with them right now. They're personable, they take communication seriously. Go to bridgecreditsolutions.com slash Theo. That's bridgecreditsolutions.com slash Theo. Get your bridge report access and start repairing your credit now. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Nick, do you remember anything else we wanted to talk about? I mean, oh, I guess the... Um, I don't know. We covered a lot of stuff. We I covered think. a lot. We've been talking for a while, Nick. Yeah, hour and a half. Wow. Oh, you're going to Spade's dinner tonight, aren't you? I think so, yeah. I think so. Maybe. I'm I'm gonna pretty sure. Is it outside? It's his birthday. Is it his birthday? Yeah. I didn't know it was his birthday. Yeah. He just he didn't say. I'm getting Del Taco after this though. I just need a taco. Oh just hold me over. Uh Tucker Carl Carlson, uh New York Times released his address. Did every, they? Or, or I uh, see I only he I claimed that they were gonna. I literally only see, saw it from do, yours. They do shit like that. They did it with like I just get, you know, listen, man, I don't, I don't watch Tucker. I don't care. Sometimes yeah. he says something, I'm like, that makes sense. Sometimes he says something, I'm like, that's wrong. I love all these people that are so committed to, like, hating a guy or loving a guy. I'm like, who? Wait, I just watch a guy every now and then. I go, yeah, I don't think so. How did we get there, though? How did yeah. we get where people, because I notice sometimes I, I'll, I'll notice I'll fall into it if I really let myself. Yeah. But then I notice I'm not an activist. Right. Like, people crave. Uh, there's a few things about people. They crave drama. 
They crave fights. It's back to the days of the Roman Coliseum. Oh, yeah. They like to see combat. Now, there is no real combat right now. So a lot of people are sitting on a couch and they're on computers. So the combat is all internet. It's all digital. Mm -hmm. They love that. Um, I also think that people are just, they want to be slaves. People want to generally be in a group and to have allies and then to have another group that they hate. Yeah. It's just what it is. And it's like... I don't know what that is. Somebody might be able to explain that. Behavioral psychologist or somebody. I don't know. People just like having friends that they connect with. And they get these friends by having the same enemies and the same allies. So you can't look at a, a guy like Tucker Carlson and go, he's a human being. And then he might be wrong about things. Um, you, you look at him as an enemy of you. He's a direct enemy of you. Mm. Um, uh, because he espouses a different political ideology. Because you think that... He's making life unsafe for people because of what he believes. Yeah, and some of that might have some 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 relevance. You know, like I get it. If you're an undocumented immigrant, you know, obviously your opinion of uh, Trump is probably very different than a guy like me who has the luxury of being mm. like, "Hey, I'm not getting deported." Right. Right. Um, that doesn't mean every political argument you're ever going to have there's real life consequences and real people that are going to be affected. That doesn't mean you can't have a political argument about immigration. Right. Doesn't mean you can't talk about abortion. Yeah, some people think that the, yeah. once they're in one lane that they have to stay in that lane for yeah. everything. Yeah, or they think that if they can, you know, yeah, school shootings are horrible. I don't want them to happen. I'm for all kinds of gun regulations. But just because people, real people are affected by something, I mean, the reason we're talking about it is because people are affected. Right. The reason it's an issue in general is because people are affected. And if you shut down dialogue, then what are people supposed to do? So these emotional appeals that a lot of people have on the left and the right, where they're just like, but what about the kids? What about that? It's like, yeah, but how did we get here? How do we get to the kids in the cages? It's not having an immigration policy. It's not having any agreed upon policy. And That's how we got here. So we need to figure out a way to have a policy that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And there has to be. It's also like we always want everyone else to do everything. It's like yes. the government, all of it is just society. It's just the best we can do right, right now. Right. It's like some people act like every everything should be different. Everything should be different. If it was supposed to be different right now, yeah. it would be different. This is the best we can do to yeah. have one of the best societies in the world. I wonder if sometimes my boomer parents who I make fun of all the time, but like sometimes my dad was right when he was just like, like every time somebody bring up politics of my father, he would just be like, I, I can't get involved. Yeah. It's really is the best like, thing. He goes, I, I just can't get involved. Like, like he just like. Like, there's a certain level of, like, if you're going to get in it, get in it. Run for something. Yeah. Really get in there. But we can't have a society where every fucking human being is a cable news anchor. Yeah. We can't. I can't be in line at Starbucks and, and, and people are, you know, in a heated political debate at 8 o'clock in the morning. We can't do it. Well, It's unhealthy. There's more to life. That's the other thing about yeah. politics, dude. There's more to life. Go camping. Go fall in love. Go, go love, do yeah. something. Go read a book. Go love someone. Yeah. It, and it Fucking really, talking about. it gets so, it's such an addictive thing. And it's funny, like the biggest addiction in the world right now really is uh, people consuming things that they, like like the news really, media, that yeah. they know is bad for them. They know is bad. But they wake up and they go to it again and They're again. Like, let's just do it. Yeah. Let's just do it anyway. And they know it's bad. And it's an, bro, that is an addiction yeah. because they do it to feed something inside of themselves yeah. they do it because it's easier for you to sit there and be angry 
any yeah. of us, and I don't, I don't mean someone, but all of us, it's easier for us to sit there and be angry than it is to take action and make our lives better. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think this is an escape. And I think people escape into this world instead of fixing the world that is very close to them. Yeah. Like their relationship, yeah, we think about their that a job, lot. you know? And it's hard, to, it's hard to remember sometimes, but but we try and think about that a lot in here. But Yeah. Dude, thanks so much, man. Thank I gotta, you, uh, man. Tell me about your podcast too again. Tim Dillon Show. It's on YouTube and all the other places you'll get it. And, uh, you know, we put it out once a week. Then we have a Patreon if you like it so much you want an extra episode. We do an extra episode a week, and that is uh, at the patreon.com, The Tim Dillon Show. Yeah, it's awesome. We're Patreon subscribers to his, aren't we? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so we are we have a lot of fun, and I enjoy it, and uh, that's, you know, the future until, you know, maybe forever. But Have you thought about coming out with a, a, a different type of show at some point? Do you start to think absolutely, about that? Absolutely, absolutely. Because I get bored. Yeah. We all get bored. We all do something, we get good at it, then we get bored. And you have a co-host, right? Uh, well, I have a producer who... Well, he chats sometimes. Uh, yeah, he, every now and then he chats. Ben He'll chime every, in. And uh, he chats every now and then, but for the most part, he just sits there and Fuck doesn't him, speak. Fuck him, yeah. They, they're not there to <laughs> pipe down. Yeah. Hey, pipe down. Yeah. Nick will sometimes bring up his home state, you know, constantly yeah. or something. <laughs> every now and then, J- Joe Rogan's got to give Jamie Vernon a death stare. <laughs> yeah. Shoot him a death stare. Like, yeah. you want to get your head kicked off right now? Yeah. Press the <laughs> button! Yeah. <laughs> Uh, check out Tim Dillon's show. Um, I'll see you later tonight, man. Yeah, we'll thanks do so it. much for coming thanks, in, brother. man. You bet. I appreciate it. Now I'm just floating on the breeze, and I feel I'm falling like these leaves. I must be cornerstone. Oh, but when I reach that ground, I'll share this piece of mind I found. I can feel it in my bones. But it's gonna take a little time For me to set that parking brake And let myself unwind Shine that light on me I'll sit and tell you my stories Shine on me And I will find a song Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite, and welcome to Kite Club, a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Charmaine. Oh, hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream machine is broken. <laughs> I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, 
Like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.